This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. Well, for four hours, we watched and listened to two guys stuff their faces all morning with bad food. And now for uh, 15 minutes, you get two guys who try not to go over the Boomer and Carton Post Game podcast. Was that insulting how I just started? I don't out? think so. No, I don't think no so. more I insulting. Think than you did to their face while they were in the right. studio. So it's kind of just, it's honest. It's pretty much what it is. Uh, anyhow, so we're here we are, Jerry and Al, Al and Jerry. And uh, we'll start with food because that was a major topic on the Thursday. Is this the Wood Thursday show? Is that what we call yes. it now? The Wood Thursday show. And uh, it started basically because of Mark Teixeira and uh, the stories of his, what he called a no fun diet as he's trying to get himself right and get himself back in good physical shape. And so there's no dairy and there's no sugar and there's no gluten, which basically means no white flour, no bread, stuff like that. There's more to it, but that's the basic premise. And so it was interesting. And I always wonder, because uh, we knew Kevin Barkart. Now, he could not have gluten in his diet for physical reasons, and I witnessed it when it actually snuck in, and it's not good. So for people that have the condition, it's rough. Other people do it for health reasons. Do you know anybody that's done that? Have you ever done that? No, I mean, I try to avoid the white breads and white flour. In general. In general. Right. But but when I was doing that and talking about it, people used to say all the time, oh, the, uh, you get a whole wheat bagel, that's only half whole wheat, and the rest is regular white flour. So I never know. I mean, if, I'd be in trouble if I had the condition where, where sure. I had to do it or I'd, or I'd be in trouble. But I do try to avoid pure white bread. We had someone, uh, we knew someone who actually owned a bagel shop that said it's basically like a, a not even not even a quarter of whole wheat. It's more like a tenth. Right, because the whole wheat uh, flour is more expensive. So these bagel places do only enough whole wheat to make the bagel, you know, light tan sure. brownish and not as white as the regular white bagels. And by the way, it, listen, it's better than nothing, that's for sure. But it's it's not 100%. Anyhow, so we had that today, which was certainly an interesting topic. And then you had the guys. I mean, I... I love him to death. I really do. Someone has got to explain to me. Craig Carton defies science. The amount of food he eats, unless he really is just walking the streets of Manhattan, sun up to sundown, in and around his four hours on the show, how is he not 400 pounds? I think because he's more of a taster, and he'll, he'll never eat a full sandwich. He'll never eat a full bowl of the soup that he orders. He orders a lot of stuff, and there's always a lot of food around, but he's more of a taster. And he's, do, he's not a full consumer of a sandwich. So because he's just biting this, biting that, yes. I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is amazing, the amount of food. I, so you're saying he's not consuming at all. All right. Yes. I mean, if that's the case, then I guess it makes sense. Just get a little taste here and there. Now, uh, I guess there was a study that came out with the most addicting foods. And the top three are pizza, french fries, and chocolate. I'll say this. As someone who loves pizza, 
I kind of get it. I mean, I, I can avoid it, but boy, I see it. It's hard to resist. Hard to resist. The same to, for me, the number two on the list, French fries. If I'm out at a place, I will not order fries, but if there are fries at my table, I am going to grab a couple fries. How about pizza and French fries? Yeah, right? that's tremendous. I mean, how good is that? Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the carbs you're craving. Uh, yes, absolutely. I See, the chocolate one I don't get because I, I, for me, I can get the French fries, I get the pizza, I don't know. Chocolate, like, I, I see chocolate all the time. I don't eat it. Chocolate, I like a taste. Now, that's one that I could do, like, after dinner, I will have one um, Girl Scout cookie Thin Mint. One. Because I've got the taste, and that's all I need for chocolate. Really? Yeah. See, but now, most were, people would need, like, nine of them. Right. If there were French fries there, I would I would keep dipping into the French fries. Did, and did you read this entire study, or did you just see the top I glanced. Because I'd be curious where, like, something like, and I guess it would be more of a wider category of cookies, but, like, somewhere where, like, Oreos would be on the list. Because right. I would think... You have one Oreo. Let's be honest. You're eating eight of them. Yeah, same with potato chips. Well. Any of the snacks. You know, one time I went on a diet. You talk about gluten-free and all this stuff. Probably some of the best shape I'd ever been in when uh, I was in probably freshman year of college. I had to lose weight going into my first fall ball season at Uppsala College. So I decided to go on this 35 gram of fat a day diet. And I would literally, and I, you talk about willpower, to this day, my mother would say, like, I remember when you did, I used to count out the potato chips. <laughs> and I would see, like, you know, one serving would be nine chips, and I would take six chips, and I would write down, I had a little book, I'd be like, you know, two-thirds of a serving. And I could do that, and I guess that's kind of the Craig's point about just the taste, I guess. I used to listen to Howard Stern all the time, and he would always give, uh, you know, he would call them, you know, fat people advice. People would call in that would weigh like 400 pounds, and he'd ask them, you know, what they were eating and that sort of thing. And then he would give them uh, a menu of what they could have every day. And he used to say for himself, he'd, he'd say like, uh, you know, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, if I'm starving, I'll have three cashews. <laughs> <laughs> three cashews. Right, which is impossible. It's of like course. laying out nine chips. I mean, what is that? Yeah. Uh, Jerry, all of us here on the show will be at a, um, well, a black tie event this weekend. Uh, we're all going, uh, Boomer, Craig, me, you, uh, Eddie, uh, Bobby, uh, Tommy, and we were all invited with with a guest. Now, almost everyone here is married, so everyone's going with their wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not married, but I have a, uh, a friend that's going to go with me, uh, a gal, and uh, Tommy is bringing a guy. Yeah. He is not gay. He's bringing a guy friend. Right. I would never think to do that at an event or, like, say, at a wedding. It would never even cross my mind to bring a guy friend. I've gone to events by myself. My uh, niece's sweet 16, which was just like a wedding, was this past weekend. I went by myself. I would never think to go, I'm going to bring my buddy Paul to my niece's sweet 16. What's your take on that? Uh, I've never done it. I've had a couple of events that Kim has not been able to go to with me. Now, I'm not going to go out and find a date, obviously, but I've had... It wouldn't even cross my mind. I would just go. Uh, right. And I did just go. And to me, it's fine. I don't see any issue with going by yourself, especially if you know the group you're going with. And to me, I don't think it matters that everybody you're going with is bringing dates because it's a big group type setting. I mean, for instance, I, for a while, thought I was going to leave this event um, this weekend to go do a Columbia game. Now, I'm not going to, but my wife was totally comfortable hanging with you and Eddie, and I don't know if she should, but she was. Um it's not that big a deal to me. Now, for him, maybe he's just uncomfortable. and I, good, good for him. I wouldn't do it. I know my brother's single. He's never done it. I really don't know anybody that has in a setting like this. But okay. I think if you were a single dude, you'd want to go solo so you can uh, chat up some babes. 
Well, maybe there's some sort of a semblance of... Uh, like a wingman situation? Yeah, but I'm trying to think that doesn't even make much sense. Yeah. Because doesn't the wingman usually come in from a guy who is taken and he's got a girl with him that can kind of help your buddy get in? Yes. So that doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. It's I, uh, I puzzling, but it's great because I, I always like to – I love awkward social situations, and this is going to be awkward, and I'm going to really just spend most of my night focusing on those two dudes. Now, what do we do, like, you know, pre-event drink? I mean, do we even, like, ask them? For a pre-event drink? Yeah. Yeah, they're in, but they're, just, they're two dudes. One of them's buying. Well, for who? For themselves? For the group. For the group. Yeah. I got to be honest. I feel bad for Tommy on this one. I think because I think he thought this was not a bad idea, and I think he's gotten drilled for it, and I, I believe he's he's feeling a little weird about it now. Oh, I don't think he is, actually. Okay, well, then the hell with him. Okay. Uh, we move on. Uh, Noah Syndergaard is in Port St. Lucie with the Mets, spring training. Woohoo! And we played the clips today of Noah talking about shutting down his the Twitter, as Al likes to call it, last year because he was taking a lot of heat, and he was basically depressed with the fact he wasn't called up, but... I don't know. I have a problem, or I think as a Met fan, not that I am, but if I was a Met fan, I would be concerned. Uh, this guy coming into a game in a big spot in New York City and playing for a team where, let's be honest, if you don't win games, the fans are going to be all over you. And quite frankly, it looks like Twitter got to him last year to where he had to take the app off his phone. That's an issue. Yeah, if you're a Met fan, do not tweet him if he's going to get in a game later on this season. I can understand it, though, Jerry. I was talking with uh, Kevin Connolly, the actor, on my oh, uh, on my tremendous podcast that I do, and uh, we were talking about Twitter because in the earlier days of Twitter, when he was on there, he used to fight people all the time sure. on Twitter. Um, and in fact, he got into a famous fight with Katie Nolan on Twitter. Yeah, they went back Fox, and forth. Right? Yeah. yeah, but um, like he said, even if you don't respond, and and people are nasty to you on Twitter all the time, even if you don't respond. It's impossible to resist looking at your Twitter at mentions. So keeping the Twitter on your phone, even if you don't respond and go back at people, people do know that are tweeting Syndergaard that he is reading them. Of course he's reading them. Now, I think when you – I would say this, and I'm sure you've had many uh, many a time when you've looked at your mentions and you see a lot. Like, and you might see 40 or 50 mentions. You're not going to get and see them all. There's no question about that. But when you see four or five at a time, you do read them. I had, if, for instance, a case today where a guy told me to die uh, after I was making fun of Eddie. He apparently didn't get the fact that we're all just having fun, which is fine. Now, he erased it very quickly. Before he erased it or in the process of him erasing it, I checked his page. He had one follower. Why in the hell would you want to get into it with a guy like that? Because all you're doing is promoting him now. Right. Just let him kind of sit out there. And then, by the way, when I went back, it was gone. Mm. Um, but it's, you know, it is what it is. And the other thing, too, is sometimes I guess the positive to confronting them would be a lot of times you get, hey, was just joking around. Right. Just wanted to see if I could get a response from you. So you really don't know what to expect. But I will say this, and you've done it for a long time now, too. It takes you at first. It gets to you at first. Yes. You know, it's kind of like you get in the car like, am I really a bad human being? And then, you know what, you get used to it. I, I will still go back and forth with people on Twitter, but I'm more careful as what I say to them. Well, and that's where people get in trouble, and you've been fine with it. But, boy, it's so tempting to just tell someone to drop dead or go drive your car off a bridge. Yeah, you can't say that. No, but the temptation as a human being is there just want to fight back. Right. So whatever. I just say, listen, dummy. I call them dummy because that seems not offensive. Right. Jerry, there's a guy in Massachusetts. You know, they got a lot of snow up there in the Boston area. There's a man, you know, you're a businessman. You might like this. There's a man who's now selling 
what he's calling historic snow. He will pack a six-pound package, insulated container, and will mail snow to people that don't get snow. He is charging $89 for a six-pound package. There's enough snow to make 15 snowballs. This is a great idea, although I don't know what type of shipping compartment you can send snow in where it's not going to melt. Uh, dry ice. Dry ice. Dry ice, yes. And I think I read that in another story linked to this. What are we doing? You and I as not businessmen? We love our jobs. I'm not saying we don't. We do. But I do think you want to have something on the side to build for you know for a bigger future, if you will. For me, yeah. I have kids. In my every day, I can't get the idea of how much college costs out of my head. I just can't. And I know there are ways you can fund it and you can finance it and all, but the, the the amount that college costs now is absurd. Which is which is what drives me to want to sh- try and start something and open something. What are we doing that we can't come up with something like this guy? I saw he sold like a thousand of them already, yeah. not the eighty nine dollar ones. I think the twenty dollars smaller ones. He has a nineteen ninety nine one, which is a sixteen point nine ounces of snow. That's like one of your regular uh, bottles of water, 16.9 Why ounces. can't we come up with some sort of an idea, whether it's an app, whether I it's one. blades of grass? I actually just thought of one. Okay. Uh, earlier this morning, you said that you saw a rat. I did, On yes. the street when you were coming in yes. at uh, 4 a.m. Huge. looked like a possum. How about this? We sell New York City rats. So we got to catch them and freeze catch them? Catch them. Uh, get, yeah, I guess you catch them and freeze them. And then you ship it, wherein when he defrosts, they have the rat themselves. Like, the rat doesn't die, because us people would be up, Peter would be upset. You get, a, you freeze a rat, and then when it gets in the box what and defrosts. What is Disney? Yeah. <laughs> we can't freeze a rat. I've always wondered, how do fish, because fish will freeze in the winter. Is this true? Yeah, like, their they're, they're fish will, even if, like, these people have the koi ponds in their yeah, backyard. I had one, right. Yeah. They freeze all winter. I just thought the water on the bottom no. didn't freeze. Freeze all winter, and then when it thaws out, they're fine. Well, why don't we? Why can't we do that? What? Where? When are they eating? I have no idea. And how does no, the body? They're not. They're frozen. Right, but then how is their body not sort of? You know how you say, "Oh, my stomach's eating itself because I haven't eaten all day." How are how are their insides? Well, bears still... hibernate for seven months. Yeah, how does that work? I have. They sleep. I guess a fish is sleeping, frozen, right? Sleeping with frozen the in time. Uh, Jerry, you and I uh, have both been in locker rooms, yes? Yes, of many, many I've been in Buccaneers, uh, the Tampa Rays, the Tampa Lightning. I mean, I could go on and on, but it's really just those three. Um, You have been in many. Yes. Uh, The NBA PA, what's that? Players Players Association. Players Association. uh, This gal, Michelle Roberts, she was uh, kind of annoyed at the media saying that uh, oftentimes it's an invasion of privacy when media members go in the locker room and they're just lingering, not asking questions. Meanwhile, the players are uh, disrobed. They're in towels. Uh, and she just thinks, like, ask a question or get out. Yeah, you know, there's a, <laughs> there are guys that stand around. The problem is all the players don't come out at once. Maybe I'm writing a story about player B and player A and C are getting dressed. Well, I don't want to talk to them. So I'm not going to go just force my way over to them and start asking questions. That's her first problem. The second problem uh, with the whole thing is... The way it's done, you never know when guys are coming out. So if you leave, then what? Then you miss the story. There are guys that will not ask questions. That is very true. And I was one, one-on-one situation, I'll ask a million questions. In a scrum, I'll ask a question as long as I know, because, uh, you know, if we're getting sound, let's say, 
and I'm with a bunch of beat reporters that are at every practice, I will always give them the courtesy to start because they know them, they know their faces, and then I will jump in. So to sit there and say guys are being quiet, it, that's not really the case. And I think it's kind of difficult for her to say that uh, and be factual about it. Well, I guess there are certain guys that never ask questions. That's possible, but I don't know. We built both of them in the locker rooms. Most guys will. It's more a courtesy of when to go. I yes. think, anyway. I'm with you. I used to give it to the, the veterans. Yeah. Those guys I would always let, let ask questions. And then I had a buddy of mine who actually, uh, the, my my friend Whitney, he trained me in uh, in radio and going in the locker rooms and stuff. And he used to like to wait till the end because he used to try to ask kind of fun questions. Right. Uh, about, like, what CDs do they have, what's on their DVR, that sort of thing. And some of the veteran writers would look at him like, Especially if they're on deadline. Yeah, like stop with these. And then occasionally you'd get uh, a player who was annoyed by it sure. and then would be done with the questions. But, um, yeah, I used to not ask questions in the Tampa Lightning locker room because I had no I spent the full season covering the Lightning. I had no idea what was going on with hockey. Really? Yeah. And so you were at every game. I was at every every home game. That's amazing. I had no idea, so I didn't know what to ask. So I would just kind of hang by the guys and just sure. stick my microphone in. And, and you get, got the sound. I got the sound. And you got back ten dollars for the night. <laughs> I did. And everybody was happy. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I get what she's saying, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Jerry, we're out of time. It's time for us to hit the showers, get in towels, and linger. That's called Wood Thursday. Goodbye. Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.